The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. The Jews murmured about Jesus because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. And they said, Is this not Jesus, the son of Joseph? Do we not know his father and mother? Then how can he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered and said to them, Stop murmuring among yourselves. No one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draw him and I will raise him on the last day. It is written in the prophets, they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to my father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the father, except the one who is from God. He has seen the father. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate the manna in the desert, but they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven, so that one may eat it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give is my flesh for the life of the world. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. morning. My name is Father Jeff Irvin. I'm the Director of Vocations for the Archdiocese. It's a pleasure to be here with all of you this Sunday morning. A couple of weeks ago, um, I experienced what I like to call an everyday miracle. Um, Just one of those just great gifts of God that we often take for granted. And I'd be willing to bet that every single one of us, maybe not every single one, but most of us here in this church today have experienced this everyday miracle. So it was a couple of weeks ago, July 20th, I became an uncle for the third time. So my younger brother and his wife, they had their first child. And just something that simple is the birth of a child, a newborn baby, just an everyday miracle that we often take for granted, don't we? And it's quite beautiful just to see another miracle that happened on that day of the birth of their child. Her name is June Clare, by the way. And I think they hope to baptize her here in St. Cecilia Parish in the near future. But the other little miracle was that they both became, or my brother became a father that day, and his wife became a mother. Just right there on the spot. And it was just natural. As soon as the baby was born, ooh, I'm a dad. Ooh, I'm a mother. They just knew what to do. It was really quite beautiful. And they've been trying to have a child for some years now, and we've been praying. They've had one miscarriage, but the Lord in his mercy granted them this gift. And it's a wonderful thing to be a part of. It's wonderful to have a newborn child in the house once again. And the other day I went over to their house um, just to spend some time with June Claire to hold her for a little bit as they were able to do some other things. And it was just wonderful for me just to hold her in my arms 
know, to feel her warmth, to feel her, her cooing, and to look down upon her and just gaze upon her as this beautiful gift of God. That sure, they participated in that, but it's really God's gift for them, a true miracle. And to look at her little hands, she was about 5 pounds, 11 ounces, 18 inches long, just very small, but fully developed. Everything was there. Her fingers so tiny, and even more tiny still, her fingernails. But to be able to gaze upon that just with awe and wonder, and to think about what her life would be like, a true miracle, true gift. And then about an hour and a half after that, she started to cry. (laughs) (laughs) And then Dad came over and he said, oh, you know, that means she's hungry. He said, there are usually three types of crying. You know, number one, they're tired. Number two, they're hungry. And number three, they have a dirty diaper. And I said, okay, I can handle one and two, but number three, I pass it off to mom and dad. (laughs) But it's quite beautiful that just in two weeks, mom and dad has become accustomed to the cry of their child. Accustomed to that cry. And isn't that true that God the Father has become accustomed to the cry of his children, his sons and daughters? He's become accustomed to our cry. We see that today in our scriptures for this 19th Sunday in Ordinary Time, especially in that first scripture from the first book of Kings, is God becomes accustomed to the cry of Elijah as he is under that broom tree. And what is Elijah crying out for? His own heart, this adult cry, no longer a little baby, but he is crying out for death, actually. If we remember right before that story, Elijah slaughtered all of the prophets of Baal, and he is the last remaining prophet of the Lord. And the king of Israel is out to get him, and his whole army is chasing after the prophet Elijah. And here he has come to kind of this this wall, so to speak. He doesn't know where to go. He's tired, so he lays down and sleeps. And the angel of the Lord comes to the prophet Elijah and says, Wake, rise, eat. Look, there's bread. Look, there's water. So he rises, he eats the bread, he drinks the water, and he goes back to sleep. And the angel comes back again and says, Wake up, eat, drink, you need your strength. Look, eat the bread, drink the water. And he does so. What's important there is that the bread is the bread from heaven coming from the angel, coming from the heart of God for Elijah, is that he hears his cry and he gives him the nourishment that he needs to keep on going. So Elijah met this wall and he didn't know where to go, but he simply shares his cry to the Lord and he is heard. So often we may hit a wall in our own lives as well, not knowing where to go. Seems like we've been running Seems like we are just out of gas. The Lord hears our cry. And he gives us the nourishment we need to keep on going. If it's for a day, if it's for a week, if it's for a little time, he's accustomed to our cry and he answers it. So that reading from the first book of Kings is very, very rich as it points back to the Exodus with Moses and the Israelites fleeing the desert. 
is that God the Father heard their cry back then and gave them the manna, the bread from heaven that was their nourishment as they traveled 40 days and 40 nights in the desert. But it also is a prefigurement of what is to come in the person of Jesus Christ. And Jesus says this as he comes on to the scene, and especially in today's gospel, as we pick up from the Bread of Life discourse in John. Comes into the synagogue and he says, I am the bread of life. I am the bread of heaven. And the Jews murmur, they can't accept that. So it's really showing us that even in the time of Jesus, even now, God the Father hears our cry and he gives us the nourishment that we need. The Jews, they couldn't understand, how could he be the bread of life? How can he be the bread from heaven? Because they understood the bread from heaven as the manna. They understood the bread from heaven as the bread that the angel gave to Elijah under the broom tree. So how can he, who is the son of Joseph and Mary, breathe the bread from heaven? And how can we eat his flesh and drink his blood? That's crazy. But Jesus says, unless you eat of me, unless you eat of my flesh, drink of my blood, you have no life in you. So they're scandalized. How can this be true? And Pope Francis, in his, his Sunday Angelus for today, he speaks about this scandalized nature of the Jews. And he says, yes, it was hard for them to accept to eat his body, to drink his blood, because in the Mosaic Law, that was illegal. You weren't supposed to eat anything that was alive that still had the blood life in them. But he said what was most scandalous for them is that how can God be so close to us? How can God, who is in heaven, come down and have an intimate relationship with us? That just seems impossible. But that's who God is. As the Father who hears the cry of his people, he sends his Son to be very close to us, to come to know us, to love us, and to give his life for us so that we can have eternal life. So the scandal was more of the incarnation. How is it possible that God can become man and be so intimately involved in our lives and lead us to eternal life? That's the great mystery of our Catholic faith. And just think about Jesus became a little baby. He was a newborn and that Mary and Joseph held him in their arms and probably gazed upon him with a great gift of God. What a miracle. And they were accustomed to his cry, the cry of hunger, the cry of tiredness, the cry of a dirty diaper, <laughs> is that there is very, very much part of their old life. In a due time, Jesus became accustomed to their cry and that's why he was so, so willing to give of his life for us on the cross so that we can have eternal life. So my brothers and sisters, we experience everyday miracles all the time, something very simple as the birth of a newborn baby. But also every time we come to the Mass, an everyday miracle is that the bread from heaven comes down here at the sacrifice of the altar. Jesus becomes truly present in his body and in his blood. 
And he says, partake of me. Eat me. Let me become truly a part of you. Let me be in your body and in your blood. God becoming so very intimate with us as he hears our cry. And so as we prepare our hearts today to receive him in the Eucharist, this great gift that the church gives us, this bread from heaven that was present in the Exodus, that was present with Elijah under the broom tree, and is going to be present with us today on the altar. What is the cry in our own hearts? What do we desire from God the Father? What do we desire him to quench in us? What is that cry? Just note it, be attentive to it. Why don't you share that with the Lord today as you prepare to receive him in his body and his blood? Let us have true faith and true conviction that he desires to answer that cry deep within us because it knows, he knows it so very, very intimately because he's become man to dwell among us.